Christ's global gospel. Christ in me, the hope of glory. New creations in Christ, with Pastor Esther Barungi. We walk by faith, not by sight. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. See, the new has come. If you confess to him as your Lord and Savior, you are a new creature. You are born of Christ, born of incorruptible seed because the Spirit of God is incorruptible. The Word of God is incorruptible. You are born of incorruptible seed. You cannot be corrupt any longer. You become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become whom God has called you to be in this life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Christ Club of Gospel. This is Pastor Esther Berongi. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you had a wonderful day. I hope you were staying in the Word of God, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit with, with the Word of God in order to live a victorious and successful Christian life. Because the Word of God is everything that you need. It is the light on, on, your, on, your, on, your, on your path and lamp on your feet. The Word of God is the answer to everything. It is your wisdom. It is understanding. It is the Spirit of God. It is the power of God that is able to build you up and give you your inheritance, which is also found in His Word. Glory to God. So I hope you were staying in the Word of God, fellowshipping with the Father, because you have to remember also the Holy Spirit, because He is the teacher. He is the one who will teach you the Word. Even when you come here, you listen to the Word. And uh, most of the time, at least I've experienced it many times, numerous times in my life, where I listen to the Word. You know, once I'm done listening, then I'll come back, you know, I'll go back, you know, you know, doing my own thing and he'll begin to minister to me himself now the Holy Spirit using the same word that I heard You know as I'm meditating on just thinking about it. He will begin also to minister to me So you grow in many ways ways as you listen to the Word of God You feed the Word of God the accurate Word of God not the, the, the all kinds of you know many things that are out there the accurate Word of God Glory to God and there's one thing that I've also find that is so important to know who Jesus Christ is to know him and when you know him, you also know who you are in Christ Jesus, your identity. As a new creature, because you're a new creature, that's the, that's the, that's the fundamental. The fundamental truth of who you are, you have become a new creature. Now you have to know what kind of new creature, you know, a God kind of creature. You have the identity of Christ, the life of Christ, the, 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 you have the life of Jesus Christ himself is in you. The spirit of God himself is in you. The nature of God himself is in you. Just imagine the kind of person you've become in him by his grace and his love. You are a new creation. A new creation. A child of the living God. You know, there's, there are times when you, you know, people talk about being a child of God. Sometimes you look, you think of, you know, someone says, this is, I'm a child of God. But have you ever sat down and actually think about this word you've just mentioned, being a child of God. A child of God. Have you ever, you know, sat down and actually just think about it a little bit? Being a child of God, what does he mean? What does he mean to be called a child of the living God, Almighty Jehovah? What does he mean? When you think about it, when you sit down and you actually think about it, 
all of a sudden everything becomes small to you. Even the world, the whole universe becomes small to you. Because remember, your father owns it. Everything becomes too small to you. Everything becomes small. Because God is your father. He calls you the apple of his eyes. He calls you his special, peculiar person. That's how God sees you. You are not only his child, but you are also his favorite, his special. The apple of his eyes. Remember, if someone comes to touch your eyes, what would you do? You probably, what are you doing? Right? Remember now, you are that. The apple of God's eyes. His peculiar person. Who can stand against you? What can stand against you? Or who can stand against you? You're a child of God. You are a child of God. A new creature and a child of the most high God. Glory to God. This is big. It is big being called a child of God. We have a message on this actually that we've released in the past. You can go and find it. Being called a child of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it is important to know your, your nature. No, to know your identity in Christ Jesus. Who you are in Christ Jesus. That is your foundation. That is your foundation. I remember when I was young, that, that, that word being called the apple of God's eyes. That was, my, that was a treasure that helped me a lot in my young age. I walked around knowing that I'm the apple of my father's eyes. That gave me all the confidence. That's why you knew, like, I used to pray confidently. You know, even when, you know, sometimes the way I pray here, this is how I used to pray confidently since I was young. When something comes after me or comes against me, knowing that I'm a child of God, I'll go after it in the name of Jesus because I know Jesus Christ is my father. He backs me up, you know. So I'll call everything and everything. And when I prayed, things were happening. Some dangerous things were happening. Dangerous things were happening. Because even though I knew few, but I knew the core. That, that image of being the apple of my father's eyes was my, my confidence. My confidence. It still is up to this day, but it's greater now because I know more now. Glory to God. I know more being a child of God, the apple of his eyes, a royal priest, his holy nation, his special people. Then your confidence becomes unstoppable in him. Glory to God. Your conviction becomes unshakable in him. Glory to Jesus. Because you know who you are in your father. Hallelujah. You cannot be stopped. You cannot be moved. You cannot be shaken. Hallelujah. It says, let the wind come. I will be standing. I will be standing because I know whom I'm standing with. Who I'm standing with. And who is in me. It says, the scripture says, greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. So if the one is, that is in you is greater, what can stand against you? What can come after you? Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So, it is very, very important 
to know who you are in Christ Jesus because that is your foundation your foundation because you can never have faith in someone whom you don't know and you cannot be confident if you don't know who you are either in him so these two things are very important knowing Jesus Christ personally knowing him is very important because you cannot have faith in the one you don't know now after knowing Jesus know who you are in him because once you know Jesus you will know who you are because you've been, been made one with him you're one with him scripture says as he is so are you in this world so it's important to know him to know Christ to know Jesus and the more you know him the more you know yourself because he is our mirror he is the firstborn among many brothers hallelujah thank you daddy all right so we are still on our subject that we started last week and uh, i know i changed it in my title i know i changed it yeah, we're still on the same theme um, of, you know, when, when four kings that honored or dishonored God or when the leaders, when the leaders of the nations honor or dishonors God. So I kind of, I'm, I'm leading towards when the leaders of the nations honor or dishonors God. So if you begin to listen to these teachings, you probably have to search it as when the leaders of the nations honor or dishonors God. Right, because it makes much more sense. Though we are looking at four kings, you know, seeing their example and how God, you know, moved in some of them and how some of them ended up, how some of them succeeded and how some of them really failed in a great way. All right, so we are going to we started with King Nebuchadnezzar. All right, so and last week we 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 read through, you know, how. You know, King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, invaded, you know, Israel and took some of the Israelites, you know, to Babylon and trained some of them. Uh, and uh, and some of the men that he trained uh, was uh, Daniel, um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and uh, to serve him in the in the palace. And Daniel, who received favor from God. And God gave him the gift of interpreting dream as a prophet. And he interpreted the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar. And therefore, he promoted him as one of his advisors. All right. In, 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 in to, to oversee the provinces of, of province of, uh, you know, of, of, of Babylon. Um, therefore, um, now we are moving into his next stage where, you know, he was someone. Honestly, God is wise. <laughs> he is the wisdom of the wise. You know, honestly, because when I look at how God used King Nebuchadnezzar and how he used Prophet Daniel, he is the, he is the one who created the whole thing. He, he gave the King Nebuchadnezzar the dream, but he did not give him the answer to his dream. He did not give him the wisdom to interpret dream, but he instead gave Prophet Daniel. <laughs> you know, he, he did not give him the understanding of the dream, but instead sent a prophet whom he knew whom he, he, he knew the prophet was submissive to God. Therefore, he was going to use the prophet to influence who? King Nebuchadnezzar. 
in his decisions as, as far as leading the nation. You see how the wisdom of God is? Right? We see this in many, many kings in the scripture. That's why I want to share with you. And you will see some of them who disregarded the voice of the prophet, the voice of God, because God is speaking through them. You know, except, except God speaks through them, they will not speak. Right? They will not have anything to speak. That's why they are called prophets. Prophets, they are anointed to speak for God. That's why they have an office of a prophet because they, are, they work for God. They are anointed to carry the voice of God. God speaks to them in a different level. He, in a different level as a pastor, you know, different level than a pastor or evangelist or, 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 or any other office. Because the prophet, he is, his office is to hear God and to interpret the heart of God to the people. Or to the nations. Glory to God. He carries the voice of God. The heart of God. The plans of God. The visions of God. And God reveals to him in greater way. In, in, in a different level. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you know. The... Thank you. G God has given God has given them access to his heart. God has given them access to the throne room. God has given them access to his plan. Not just for now, but even for 10 years from now, or 5 years from now, or 20 years from now, or 100 years from now. God has given them access to his heart, to the throne. To know his heart, to know his will, to know his plan for his children and for the nations and to release it to the public. And sometimes you see many, they fight prophets because they don't understand. It takes patience. It takes discernment. It takes the Spirit of God to help you also. It takes the grace to hear the voice of God and recognize it and allow Him to pray, to help you pray towards it. Because God gives them access many things that he is doing because that's their office that's their assignment that's their job that's our job so Daniel was also one of the prophets he was chosen by God you can see I don't know, like I've been really, like I've been really attached to Daniel a lot. At least, this is the second time I'm really, I'm actually releasing this message. In 2020, I released the same message this year with the fathers. Inspired me to release the same message. Same, not, I wouldn't say the same message. St st still same line of the message. I'm still there. I can tell the fathers wanting me to stay there. I'm still staying here. About Daniel. Daniel was anointed. He worked with the leaders 
the nations. He worked with the leaders of the nations and he influenced them, their decisions. God influenced the leaders of the nations through Daniel. God spoke to the leaders of the nations through Daniel because, thank you daddy, because you know the leaders, even the leaders of the nations, some of them are anointed to be leaders of the nations. That's their office. But they also need a one who is anointed to hear God 24 hours, which is a prophet who hears God. God speaks to them all the time. They have access to the throne room because that's where they, they dwell in that realm. It is easy for them to hear and understand quickly and release the message. Even though, let's say, the, 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 the president may have had a clue, but they don't really have a full understanding. The prophet will come and give them. This, this is actually the, 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 the whole idea of the life of King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel, prophet Daniel. Because King Nebuchadnezzar had, they, God gave him the vision, gave him the dream. But he needed understanding, which also comes through the Spirit of God, through the prophet. Understanding. So, meaning that God can give you a dream, you don't have understanding then God will also reveal the same thing to the prophet. Right? And they have a full understanding, not only full understanding, details of the information that will confirm what you knew, but in a greater picture. Does that make sense? In a greater picture. You have full light of what God was trying to communicate with you. Glory to God, because without understanding, you cannot move into it. You need understanding. You need to understand what God is talking to you, is telling you. That's why I said the prophet, God speaks to them in a greater level. We remember this in, 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 in the relationship with, between God and Moses and God with Moses' siblings. Moses' siblings tried to, to resist to, to, to dishonor the office of the prophet Moses. They tried, to, they tried to speak against it. That's another thing that I normally say. It's really, it's really important to reverence the things of God. They also were children of God. They tried to speak against the prophet, the office of prophet of Moses. God dealt with with her, her, with, with Moses' sister. Glory to God. But again, they prayed and God, you know, forgive her. But it is really important to reverence the things of God. Very, very important to reverence the things of God. All right? But let's continue to move forward. And it says here, we're, we're, this is the second dream that um, King Nebuchadnezzar had and he needed Daniel to interpret. Glory to God. If, you're, if you have your Bible, please go ahead and pull it up. Let's read it. Daniel, Daniel 4 and we'll read from 1 to 37. All right. So Daniel 4, we'll read from 1 to 37. And this time we are speaking of, 
of another dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had. Um, we we kind of escaped, you know, Daniel three because um, at that point they are speaking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in three, and which is so. <laughs> It's so funny how, you know, when you have so much pride, you tend to forget quickly, right? Because in three, we, you know, you see where King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, Daniel gave him, you know, the, the meaning of his dream, which we, we spoke about last week, all right? Where he was honored actually in the dream, all right? Um, but he took that honor in a different direction. He, took, he used it in a wrong way, actually. Right, God honored him in the dream, but he used that dream in a wrong way because he was called the head of gold. All right, therefore he took that gold and when he took that dream and went and created this statue, this long statue of gold, and and placed a mandate of all people, all population, to worship that that gold. And another thing that he forgot that. Shadrach and Shak and Abednego and Daniel, they actually worship a different God. They don't worship other gods other than Jehovah, their God. The same God who gave him the dream and the same God who, who, who gave you know, Daniel the interpretation and the dream itself. When all his sorcerers and, 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 and magicians and all those people who, who operate in the dark, they couldn't do such. Right? Now... Now, they gave him the dream, they gave him the, the, the interpretation. He went to use it for evil. That's why you also, you also, this also gives you a good example when a man does not have the light, a man does not have the truth, a man does not have a relationship with God. They are meant to lead in destructive paths unless they have God to help them, unless they have the Spirit of God, the voice of God to lead them in wisdom. All right, because God is wisdom. Jesus Christ is wisdom. We have the spirit of wisdom through Christ. Glory to Jesus. And he gives us understanding. You know. And if, if you remember last week we read, you know, Daniel was blessed with all sorts of gifts of interpretation of dream, of discernment. Yeah, I don't know if I remember if it was discernment, but I know it was understanding. Wisdom and understanding at a greater level. Glory to God. Wisdom and understanding. You know, wisdom will help you build. Understanding will help you establish what you are building. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, you know, the prophet, I mean, the um, King Nebuchadnezzar forgot everything about, you know, who Daniel was, how Daniel is a man of God. He went ahead to create the statue, you know, uh, including for all people to worship, including Daniel and his brothers, which was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And God rescued them from his hand and he reverenced God then right but then forgot again went back to his pride life again but let's go ahead and this this is when God warned him this time God warned him this time because God was revealing himself to him but he was not recognizing God he was not acknowledging God can you see he is a king God is revealing himself to him Revealing him by, through dreams and giving him interpretation of the dream. And all his magician couldn't interpret the dream. But the man was not acknowledging him or acknowledging God. To a point where he even threw Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the fire. But God went and took them out as the fourth man in the fire. 
the first, fourth man in the fire. But remember, he still did, he still, he recognized, you know, he, he, he praised the Lord right there when the miracle happened, just like he did with Daniel as well. He promoted Daniel, he reverenced Daniel, he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and reverenced them. But then again, still did not acknowledge God. He acknowledged God right there during the miracle. But again, forget right away about it. So his heart was full of pride. And this is what happened, it says. King Nebuchadnezzar, so we are reading 4, right? So 4 to, four to 37, he says. Four, we are reading 4 and we are studying from 1 to 37. All right, and it says, King Nebuchadnezzar, to the nations and the peoples of every language, of every language, who live in all the earth, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. How great are His signs. How mighty His wonders. His kingdom is an eternal kingdom. His dominion endures from generation to generation. I, King Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace, contented and prosperous. I had a dream that, that made me afraid. I was laying in my bed. The images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be brought before me to interpret the dream for me. When the magicians, enchanters, and as, I mean, when the magicians and enchanters, astrologers, and diviners came, I told them the dream, but they could not interpret it for me. Finally, Daniel came to my presence, and I told him the dream. He is called Belteshazzar. After the name of my God and the spirit of the holy gods is in him. So he's, he's probably saying, you know, he's a prophet. You know, the, the spirit of God is in him. I said to Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians. <laughs> he placed, you know, so King Nebuchadnezzar placed him a chief of magicians. Chief of all wise men. So they, they called the magicians and all of them, you know, people, you know, wise people because they had insight. But the, the magicians and the uh, and astrologers and sorcerers, they did not have deep insight because they couldn't access certain information that Daniel was able to access. All right. So even the first dream, even the second dream, glory to God. So we are on nine and he says here, I said to Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the, of the holy gods is in you and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream. Interpret it for me. These are the visions I saw while lying in the bed. I looked and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land. Its height was enormous. The tree grew large and strong and its top touched the sky. It was visible to the end of the earth its leaves were beautiful its fruit abundant 
and on it was food for all. Under it, the, 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 wild, the wild animals found shelter. Okay, let's continue. Under it, the, the, the wild animals found shelters, shelter, and the birds lived in it, in its branches. From it, every creature was fed. In the vision I saw while lying in the bed, I looked and there before me was a holy one, a messenger coming from, the he from heaven. He called in a loud voice, cut the tree and trim off its branches, strip, uh, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruits. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches but let the let the, the stem and its root bound with iron and bronzes remain in the ground in the grass and of the field let it be um dredged with with the dew of heaven and let him live with animal among the plants of the earth let his mind be changed from of a man and let him be given the mind of an animal till seven times pass by for him so seven seven time meaning um seven years all right so still till seven times, till seven times pass by for him. The decision is announced by, by messengers. The holy ones declare, he's, he's actually calling the messenger a holy one. So he knows, he, even if you don't know God, there is, still, there is always a light in all men. There was a light. If, if, if you want to know about this. Some people, some people choose to reject the light, to, to refuse to acknowledge the light, but the light was given to all men. It's available to all men. But some reject it. And it says, the decision was announced by a messenger, the Holy Ones declare the vindict, so that the, so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign is sovereign over all kingdom on the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes and set over them the lowly of the people the law the lowliest of the people this is the dream that I King Nebuchadnezzar had now Belteshazzar tell me what it means for none of the wise men in my kingdom can interpret for me can interpret it for me but you can because the spirit of the holy god is in you all right so this is the the, the dream done uh Nebuchadnezzar had of a tree that was cut down but its lamp was you know was allowed to stay 
its branches was what stripped off. Now this is what Daniel interpreted the dream as saying. Then Daniel also called Belteshazzar was greatly perplexed for a time and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said to Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, my lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and, and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals, and having nesting places in its branches for the birds. Your majesty, you are the tree. You are that tree. So he had a dream of himself. He was that tree. Glory to God. It says you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky and your dominion extend to distant part of the earth. Your majesty, your majesty saw a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven and saying, cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave its stem bound with iron and bronze in, in the grass of the field while its root remain, remain in the ground. Let him be drenched with the dew of the heaven. Let him live in the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. Until seven years, let him live with animals. Let him be cut down. This is the interpretation, your majesty. And this is the decree the Most High has issued against my Lord the King. You will be driven away from people and will live with wild animals. You will eat grass like an ox and be drenched with, with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is, so, is sovereign over all kingdom on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. So you are seeing here, God is speaking to King Nebuchadnezzar. He is, he is, he is sovereign to all. He, play, he, he gives them to anyone, meaning that he will make you a king and give you the people or take you down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it says here, you will eat grass like an ox and be dressed with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you, for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes because the people belong to him. He's the creator of all things. We all belong to him. Even the godly and the ungodly, those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior or have not. You know, we are children of God. No, well, I wouldn't put it this way. 
Those who have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are children of God, who have received that adoption of sonships. But those who are not in Christ I, uh, too, their creature, creation created by God, they still belong to God. God still has a final say to them. Even if they believe him or not, he still has a final say on them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Kings, men, all men, God has a final say on them. Glory to Jesus. And he says, or he said, yeah, you know, the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on the earth and gives them to, to anyone he wishes. They, com um, they command to live the stamp of the tree with its root means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, your, your majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Now, now, now uh, Daniel is trying to advise him. Now, if this king, this king, kingdom goodness had listened to Daniel, this would have changed. But let's continue. Let's say it says, Therefore, your majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue. Now, Kingdom Karanez is calling Daniel here the chief advisor. But the chief advisor is giving him an advice he refused to take. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar 12 months later as the king was talking on the roof on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. He said, Isn't that this the great Babylon I have built as a royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. <laughs> you see, this is all pride speaking. He's speaking so proudly, right? Not recognizing God. Remember a prophecy at our right? And I, you know, uh, uh, when we read Daniel chapter 2, it was prophesied to him that God was the one who made him the head of the goal. He promoted him. He gave him all these. The second one here, the second dream, same thing. You know, Daniel explaining to him that God has raised him. Promoted him, raised him to the sky. All nations are aware of his power. But he's not giving God glory for it. He's taking all the glory to himself. Taking all the glory to himself. Instead of giving glory to whom the glory belongs. He was taking all the glory to himself. You know, let's read that one more time. Just, just a small part where he said, he says, He said, Is it not this, the great Babylon I have built as a royal resident by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. The glory of my majesty. Not the glory of God. No, not God has raised me. No, the glory of my majesty. That's wrong. But let's continue and says, after actually, after knowing, God did it for him. Because Daniel told him numerous times, right? But let's continue and says, even as the, it says, even as the words were on his lips, 
Even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what it says, this is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. Her. Sorry, I was almost going to speak in tongues, but it's okay. <laughs> now, this is the voice of God speaking, my brother and my sister. It's the voice of God. Okay, let's go continue. It says, this is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be, dri you will be driven away from, from people and will live with, with, with the wild animals. You will eat grass like ox. Seven times will pass, so seven years will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes immediately what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled he was driven away from people and ate grass like an like the ox his body was yeah his body was dressed with the dew of heaven until his Air grew his air, I'm sorry, until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle, and his nails like the um, claws of a bird. Okay, when I read, I see. <laughs> we give God glory. <laughs> we give God glory. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go. Let's continue. At the end of the time, of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven. And my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I'm having a, like a little revelation about King Nebuchadnezzar here. Is that he had the time of grace when Daniel was interpreting these dreams to him like the time of grace for him to acknowledge God to reveal like God revealing himself to him and him being able to acknowledge God because you would not acknowledge acknowledge God if you don't know him so God gave him time the grace of grace for him to take time to acknowledge God all right years at least right the first dream he had you know he 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 did not when I say acknowledge God, it's not like you just do it there, you forget it, you continue to live your, your, your proud life. He was reverencing God when the miracle happens, but then he would go back to his, to his normal life, meaning that he did not regard Daniel as the prophet of the living God. He did not honor him. He did not honor Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Because even when they gave him the... the, the, the the, the the meaning of his dream he went ahead and created a statue right and 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 you know placed a mandate for everyone to worship the statue forgetting the god of daniel who revealed the dream to him who promoted him 
Glory to God. So he had a time of grace to repent, to come back to God, to acknowledge God, to, to give God glory, but he, could, he didn't. Even when the second time Daniel advised him, not only interpreted the dream, Daniel interpreted the dream, but also advised him. Because Daniel had insight. A prophet has an insight as far as understanding is concerned, as far as wisdom is concerned. Wisdom will protect you. Wisdom will help you, you know, stay away from foolishness, foolish decisions. Wisdom will, will protect you. This is found in Proverbs. Wisdom will protect you. Therefore, his wise men could not interpret like his sorcerers and, 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 and astrologers and stuff. They couldn't interpret the dream. Nor could they give him a, a wise counsel. Now Daniel had the spirit of counsel. He had the spirit of wisdom. He had the spirit of understanding. After interpreting the dream for him, he, he advised him. Remember, uh, Joseph. Joseph, when he interpreted the, the, the dream of the king, he also advised the king. The king was humble. Alright? The king was humble enough to accept the wisdom of Daniel. I mean, of... of, of, of uh, I just said the name. Holy Spirit, help me. Of uh, Joseph. And he was saved from hunger. <clears throat> that was to come and destroy his people. He was saved from it because he listened to the voice of God. A man of God carried the voice of God, the presence of God. A prophet of God carries the presence of God and the voice of God because they speak for God. God will come, will, will give you a, 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 a he, he will, he will send, give you interpretation and also an answer. He had grace. He had the grace for interpretation of the dream. He also, also had a grace of Daniel advising, to, advising him on how he can escape from that dream that he had. But he, he, not, he did not take. He was not humble enough to take the advice from Daniel. Therefore, it did not end well with this. The, the, the prophecy came to pass. So when there is a prophecy of doom and, and things of, you know, bad things will happen. There is always a grace for you to change the way. There is always a grace for you to repent. There is always a grace. But if you don't, you will be fulfilled. So here, we see two kings here. The king with, with, uh, uh, with, with Jehoshaphat. Um, I'm sorry, Jehoshaphat. The, the king with, with, um, with Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, he did not take the grace that was available to him. He rejected the grace, therefore the prophecy was fulfilled. Now the king with, with uh, Joseph took the, the grace and he was saved from destruction. Glory to God. So there's always, there's always a way for you to receive grace. 
But then again, when you're out of it, it's just for you to fall into that destruction. Let's continue. All right, so we're on 34, all right? And it says, At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven, and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified Him who lives forever. Amen. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. Glory to Jesus. All the people of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as He pleases with the power of heaven and the people of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? Glory to Jesus. At the same time that my sanity was restored, my honor and splendor were, were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisor and nobles sought me out and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before hallelujah glory to god that's what happens when you give god glory when you honor god and you reverence him blessed be god hallelujah now i nebuchadnezzar praise and exalt and glorify the king of heaven because everything he does is right and all his ways are just and those who walk in pride he is able to humble, glory to Jesus. Those who work in pride, he is able to humble. So this is the story of King Nebuchadnezzar, who was proud, you know, proud of what he has accomplished, forgetting that it was actually God who gave him the power to prosper. It was God who, wrote, he, who, who, who blessed his kingdom, glory to God. Because he knew that he will humble himself. Glory to Jesus. You know, therefore, when you reverence God, God will honor you. When you honor God, God will honor you. This is a good example of a king who did not honor God. You know, and he was right away taken out. He was taken out. But when he repented, and came back to his full, to his senses, God restored him and made him even greater. Glory to God. So we give God all the glory, all the honor for who he is. It's very important for us as a nation to reverence God. This is not just for America, but for all nations around the world. When you reverence God, when you fear God, when you put God first, He will honor you. He will honor you. You know, you... Hmm. <laughs> when you honor God, when you reverence God, He will honor you. And those who dishonor Him, he will bring down, just like King Nebuchadnezzar. And many more we are going to study because the Father has given me the grace 
to go through these kings. Four of them at least we will study. Those who honored God, those who dishonored God, you know, and those who did not honor him but then honored him in the end. King Nebuchadnezzar is the first one. So we have to continue to pray for our nation, to continue to honor our God in our nation. This, just like this nation, the United States of America. This is a nation where men honored God. They, they left their livelihood to come and build a nation where God is honored. And I know many things are, happen, are happening where other people who are trying to come and dishonor God in this nation. But it will never happen. It will never. Because God will honor. Because God still sees those who sacrifice so much. So they can have a nation that honors and reverence God. At least for them, God will fight for this nation. That's why God is not letting go of this nation. God is not letting go of this nation, the United States of America. Why? Because of the act of the founder of this nation. The founders of this nation, they built this nation on a biblical value. They built this nation through the word of God. That's why God is not letting go of this nation. He's not. You know, we started another prayer, prayer program here at Christ Global called uh, Let the Lion Roar, Let the Lion of Judah Roar. And it came through for America. Pray for America. God woke me up a week ago, or a few weeks ago, to begin to pray for America. He woke me up. I woke up with a word of knowledge. I woke up out like I was sleeping. And, and, and something woke me up. And when I say something woke me up, you know sometimes when you go to sleep and you wake up just easily, you, you know. But I woke up like something, you know, you know, you, you know something pulled you. It's like, what's going on? And then I heard, pray for America. God is not letting go of this nation. Now, a word for those who are standing against it. <laughs> Can you really fight the hand of God? Truly, can you fight the hand of God? Can you fight the hand of God? Well, if you can, continue. But if you can't, run. Repent. Run. I'm telling you, you can never fight the hand of God. You can never fight the hand of God. But one thing of assurance in God that I will tell you is this. The hand of God is on this nation. Not because of anything, but because of those, the founders, who left their livelihood, went through all kinds of, 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 of pain they had to go through to build a nation that fears God, that honors God, that references God. And those who, have, who are rising against it, I tell you, you're fighting a lost battle. You're fighting a lost battle. We give God all the glory. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I honor you. I adore you. I exalt you because you're good God. Thank you for the grace you've given me to share your word. And thank you for this word you've given me, Lord. Father, I pray 
let it go forth and do everything that it's supposed to do. My Father, my God, the vision you had for this world, let it go forth and do just it for your glory and your honor. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you, King of Glory, for all that you are doing and all you are still doing in this nation, in our lives, and in the nations around the world. Thank you for fighting for your children. Thank you, Father, for standing for us because you are good. I bless you, my Father. I honor you and I adore you. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you again, my brothers and my sisters, so much for joining us for this word. I know it's going to the Holy Spirit will use you to speak to will use it to speak to you in other greater level, to reveal many more things to you, you know, and so that you will continue to stay in a place of hope for this nation. God has not abandoned this nation. Not, not only has not, will never abandon this nation. Not only just because of us, because we, the church of his church, are still here, but because of the sacrifice of the founders. He sees it. Because that's where the Holy Spirit keeps taking me. He keeps taking me there. To the founders who left their livelihood. They, they left their livelihood. Sacrificed so much. To build a godly nation. And God will not allow it to go down in any shape or form. He will fight. And he is fighting. He will not let go. I told you how he woke me up out of sleep with a word of knowledge for this nation. He's not letting go. That's for sure. And those who are, who are standing against it, be prepared. Because you're fighting the hand of God. Be prepared to see it. You shall see it. You will see it. Glory to Jesus. You will see it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and move into our next segment, which is offering. Now for offering, please use our website, which is www.christglobalgospel.com. And I'll have the link on the screen for you and in the description. Just use these, you know, uh, use the link, you know, the, you know, the website address to give and support our ministry as we take the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. Glory to God. As we take this gospel all over the world. And for the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Him who started this. This is his legacy. That we have given the grace to carry it out. For his glory and his honor. Glory to God. And as you give. You are partaking of the grace. As you give. You are supporting the vision. Because it is his vision. You know it is his vision. <laughs> Ah, God is so good. It is his vision that, that he's given to me, which has become also my vision. Glory to God. Yeah? It is his vision he's given to me, which has become my vision as well. Because we are one with him. What concerns him is concerned us. We are his ambassadors, his army, his representatives. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So join us. You know, in supporting the ministry, we have so much going on. The Father has asked me to do many things, you know. Maybe when he allows me, you know, he, when, if he allows me, I will share it with you guys. But until he allows me, I'm going to keep it for now. But he is really asking me to, 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 
to step out, to begin to really allow the gospel to go all over the world. So you can go ahead and support us. And uh, as we continue to unveil the vision to you all, because there are so many that he's given me and I'm still working on, you know, under, in, in the back, you know. So, yeah, so thank you so much for giving and I'm going to go ahead and pray for it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Daddy. I thank you for every soul that is giving into this ministry, Lord. Um, I honor you and I adore you. I exalt you, King of glory. Thank you for sending them to us. Because it is, if you send them to us, then they will give. So therefore, everyone who we give today is because you sent them. Therefore, I say thank you. Thank you, King of glory. I give you all the glory. And I pray, Lord, that you will bless the work of their hand. You will bless them in a special way for supporting this ministry. And they will know that it is because they are supporting this ministry. You will move in a mighty way. In a way that they will recognize your hand in a special way. For your glory and your honor. I give you praise. I give you honor. And I give you the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. While I was praying, it was, you know, the Holy, the Holy Spirit impressed me to share with you. Something we, we started, uh, we, we, we began today, uh, it is called, it is a program, it is a new program called uh, uh, Let the Light of Judah Roll. Uh, it is a prayer program, a prayer and worship program that God has given me to pray for America and the nations around the world. This is specifically for that, for now at least, if he tells me to add more things later on, um, I, I will, but for now, he gave me this program specifically to pray for the nations, to pray for America and the nations around the world, Israel and all other nations. Um, so join us um, as we'll begin to, I'll begin to uh, uh, announce those times of prayer here at Christ Global Gospel so you can join us, so we can, you know, um, join together and pray for our nation. You know, even if you're not from America, you can still join. We will pray with you, you know, for your nation. And for you, those of you here in America, please, um, I'm inviting you, please, to join us. As we announce, you know, the times of prayers, you know, you will join us. We'll pray for our nation. We'll speak blessings over our nations. And we'll cancel all the evil words that are, and, 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 and projections that are, that are being projected over this nation. That is not true. Glory to God. So I'm inviting you. The Holy Spirit pressed it in my heart to invite you. So I'm inviting you. If you're listening, you know, on the podcast or watching, please join us. Stay connected as we continue to release these, you know, continue to pray for our nation. And we'll see the hand of God in a mighty way. Glory to Jesus. Uh, there's always a reward when you pray for your nation. There's always a reward. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So thank you so much. Now, if you're watching us today, you know, you have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Even if you go to church, but you don't remember the day you actually pronounced, you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The scripture says, with the heart, men believe. With your mouth, confession is made into salvation. If you are born into a Christian home, but do you remember the day you actually confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior? If you don't remember those, that day, today is your day. Go ahead and do that to make sure that you actually confessed with your own mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord.
because the scripture says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God you believe that he died and, and God raised him from the dead you'll be saved so go ahead and say this prayer with me it says father in the name of Jesus Christ I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe that he died and you raised him from the dead and today I confess him as my Lord and Savior and I receive salvation I receive eternal life I receive the gift of righteousness I am born again in Jesus name and I receive the gift of speaking in tongues the evidence of speaking in tongues in Jesus name amen and amen so if you say that prayer you are born again you are now a child of God welcome to the family glory to Jesus you are now a child of God you are born of Christ Satan has no longer power or right to operate in your life in any shape or form if you try just rebuke him in the name of Jesus Christ he will flee glory to God hallelujah for you are now a child of God you are born of Christ you are a new creation a new creature a God kind of creature darkness has no longer power over you sickness disease and infirmity have no longer power over you the life of the past the curse of the past has no longer power over you because you are now a seed of abraham you have a new nature in christ jesus you know there's no longer generational curse for you no i still hear some christians still say that there is no generational curse for a child of god because you are a seed of abraham you are of a new breed you are a new creature in christ jesus Glory to God. Hallelujah. So stay connected with us. And also please get in touch with us so we can send you some material that will help you to grow in your Christian life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So thank you all so much for joining us. I'm so blessed to have you all. I'm so grateful for your lives. And uh, yeah, I know so many, God has so much in store for you and I. So much. And I know it's one thing from glory to glory. We are moving from glory to glory. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So thank you again so much for joining us. I'll see you all next week. Until then, have a blessed one. Bye. Christ's global gospel. Christ in me, the hope of glory. New creations in Christ with Pastor Esther Barungi. We walk by faith, not by sight. If anyone is in Christ... He is a new creature. The old has passed away. See, the new has come. If you confess to him as your Lord and Savior, you are a new creature. You are born of Christ, born of incorruptible seed because the Spirit of God is incorruptible. The Word of God is incorruptible. You are born of incorruptible seed. You cannot be corrupt any longer. You become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become whom God has called you to be in this life.